And Yo, we're live and we're live and we're live. Welcome oh God, to the to the Diran Diran Cartel Show. Yes, everybody, welcome to the Diran Cartel Show. And on today's episode, we have Mr. Diran Cartel himself. Yeah. Oh my God, is that Diran himself? What's going on? Okay, so today on the episode, I have no guests because I thought, you know what? It's been a minute. Since I've caught up with you guys, you know, it's going to be me and you. And I've been getting a lot of questions about how my travels are going. Is it safe in Turkey? Is it safe in Spain? Is it safe over here? How was your flight doing? How was this? How was that? And I thought today, you know what? Why don't we just clear things up? And you know what? On today's episode, I'm actually in my old room in uh, my family's holiday house in Turkey, which is a few hours away from Istanbul. And it's actually really weird being here because last time I was here, I was in a very different place. You know, I was in a very, I was, I was, I was a lot younger. I was about three, four years younger. I really didn't know what I was doing other than all I wanted to do was just play football. And I really didn't know where I was going. Although I was a PT, I didn't know where that was going, you know? And it's just kind of weird being back here now recording a podcast for thousands of people to listen to is like pretty fucking cool. And I'm just looking forward to sharing everything with you guys today. Before I carry on, I just want to say I got listeners, uh, I got top 20 on the Listener's Choice Award. And I just want to say thank you so much because you guys voted for me. You guys shared my podcast and you guys listen. And honestly, that means so much to me. And I hope I can either make you smile get you into a good vibe and educate you. Either or, I just want to say thank you for listening and I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. Okay, so first of all, I want to let you know how I'm feeling. You know what? Isolation was mad, didn't it? Like it was, it was pretty crazy. Like, although you guys saw me on socials, jumping up and down, doing TikTok dances and doing fitness videos and exercise tutorials and podcasts and stuff, but there was times where like I was feeling down as well. And what I realized most was I didn't realize how much being on the go and traveling does for my mental health. And I actually couldn't believe how much better I felt the second I got on a plane and flew out and changed my environment, you know? And before that, don't get me wrong, I was okay, I was good. But compared to how I am, when I constantly change environment, it's a whole different different. You guys might be able to see it um, through my stories, through my content. When I'm on the move, when I'm going to different places, when I'm with other people, um, my, my creativity level just goes to a different level. My mind is different, I think differently, I'm way less stressed, and I'm also happier. Although, one of the most amazing things did happen in isolation where I was forced to stay home and actually work on myself more than ever is I actually created an amazing product, my Project X, which um, I finally, after 10 years of personal training, I feel like I've actually found a product that uh, gives the most value to my followers and most importantly, my clients. And I'm absolutely buzzing about that. You know, before I was messaging my clients through WhatsApp, obviously one-to-one -one PT before that. And now I've got something where people are paying me less and actually get way more of me. And I can now educate 
more than a handful of people, which I'm absolutely buzzing about. So isolation in that sense actually forced me to create a product um, to help more people, which I'm very grateful for. And after all of that, doing new fresh content, coming up with Project X and everything, the minute I heard Boris, obviously after his stay alert, okay guys, let's stay alert. After they opened the doors, when Spain opened the doors, when we had a list of countries that we can go to, I booked my ticket ASAP. I was like, you know what? I'm booking whatever I can and getting the hell out of there. Doesn't matter if I um, uh, if it gets cancelled, whatever it is. Just the idea, the sense of being able to go somewhere different, um, just sparked my brain at a different level, you know. And um, so the first place I booked was Ibiza. Yes, si, señor. ¿Cómo estás? La gente está muy loca. That's right. I speak a bit of Spanish. Not really. I don't speak Spanish at all. You know, you meet a lot of people when you're traveling. And I just learned how to say we are all crazy or something like that. But anyway, and uh, when I booked the flight, for you guys that want to fly out, for you guys that want to experience traveling and all of that stuff during these crazy times, um, I booked out through... British Airways from Heathrow. There wasn't a lot of flights going in and out, not compared to usual anyway. To Ibiza, there was only like one flight with British Airways each Sunday. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to be safe and book an airline that is going to be least uh, likely to cancel because there was a lot of flights through Ryanair, EasyJet and all of that stuff to different destinations that actually canceled a lot. So therefore, I did not want to risk that. So for that reason, one second, my mum's bloody hoovering. This is mental. Mum, allow it. See, this is the thing why you need your own space. Yes, I got her to stop hoovering. Jesus Christ. I was like, mum, what are you doing? I said, I'm recording a podcast upstairs. She's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, mum, can you just stop? See what I mean? We're Turkish women, right? When it comes to cleaning, it's a whole different level. She's cleaned the house like five times already since I've been here. I've only been here for two days. I'm like, mum, come on, let me live. Anyway, let's carry on. I'm not even going to edit that out. I'm just going to leave it in there. But um, so uh, I booked with British Airways because I thought it was going to be the least risk of uh, a flight being cancelled. And luckily it did not get cancelled. And I was surprised in how full it was. I couldn't believe how full it was. And um, getting into the airport from the minute, from the second I jumped off the Uber and getting into the airport, you needed your mask on. You couldn't not take your mask off whatsoever. If you did take your mask off, any, they would warn you to put it back on. And it was a bit weird. It was like being in a movie, you know? Like, it was like, I am legend with only a few people, right? Going into the airport, people were just a little bit on edge. I didn't know if I could stand next to someone. I didn't know how much, um, I didn't know if I had to clean my hands every time I, I don't know, gave my luggage in or went through check or went through security or what it was. But other than that, the weird thing was, because there was no one at the airport, well, there was, but very minimal, everything was running ridiculously smooth. Going through security was like having a first class ticket. When you know, when you go, when they go through that um, private security place where there's no queues and that, it felt a bit like that, which was pretty cool. And other than the fact that, um, there was very minimal people. I thought that all the shops and everything was going to be closed. And it wasn't. 
the shops wasn't closed. The shops were open. It was like, oh my God, this is the most normal I have felt um, in this airport over the last uh, few months. Because any time before that where I did go into a shop or just even sit down somewhere to have a coffee, sit down to eat something, was actually with James in Bali, which was pretty crazy because it was like three months apart, three and a half months apart. Although it did feel like bloody years, you know, for someone that travels quite a bit and someone that's always moving around so much it just felt ridiculously long but um the airport itself it was small things like um going into a prep only 20 people in the prep in Heathrow in one go 20 people the, the prep in Heathrow is pretty big so anytime someone exited out you you could walk in you know there was screens in front of all the workers where you had no contact you had to keep your masks on and they had uh, antibacterial uh, to wash your hands at every section you went to. You know, it was a little bit weird, but most of all, it was the it was the most quiet I've ever seen an airport. And um, going into going into getting ready to check in for my flight, I was I was wondering like, what's it going to be like on the flight? I was like, we're going to have to. Can I take my mask off? Are we going to get food? Are we not? Can I have a drink? I mean, I was going to IB for. I wanted to have a drink. I wanted to have a drink. I was like, I wanted to feel normal. And going onto the flight, they actually gave me a little package on British Airways, a little package where you can um, clean up your seats before you sit down. Although they did mention that they cleaned the airplane uh, each time uh, new passengers were on board. You had to keep your mask on throughout the whole flight. I was being a little bit cheeky every now and then, like, bringing my mask down just like under my nose so I can have a breather. Although I could still probably breathe. It's just I felt a little bit claustrophobic, you know. It's the longest time I've ever had the mask on my face. And uh, every time I did that, one of the workers was always like, excuse me, sir, do you mind putting your mask on? And I was like, shit, you caught me. But um, other than that, the flight was run very, very smoothly. There, the, flight, the flight was so full, we were all, everyone was sitting next to each other. So there wasn't any gaps in between people whatsoever. They didn't serve any alcohol at all. They did give you uh, a package with uh, a pack of crisp, a biscuit, and um, some water. Other than that, there was no food. And one of the reasons I kind of went for the went for the more expensive option was number one, it's less chance of it getting cancelled, and number two, you know what? I'll get some food on the flight so I won't eat before that. And unfortunately, I didn't get very much. Just got a pack of crisps, you know. But um, other than that, it was good. When we landed in Ibiza, oh my God, the weather. You know that smell? That smell of like Spain, Mediterranean, that like humidity, like when the heat, when it hits your skin, you're like, oh my God, yeah, this is amazing, you know. And um, I just felt good instantly. But coming off the flight, coming off the plane, again, was more organized. Because what they were doing, when they were pe when they were bringing people onto the flight and off the flight, they were calling people in sections. And people were just, I guess when people fear things or when they're scared, they're just a little bit more careful, a little bit quicker. They run more efficiently instead of fraffing around. So that was fine. Got off the flight, sun hit me, instantly felt better. The change of environment was amazing. When I was going into Spain, I did get an email saying I have to confirm and 
uh, answer certain questions about how I feel if I had a temperature, what countries I've been in and that. And then you also get a, when you confirm all that, you get like a, you get like an email that you show to them as you enter in. When you do enter in just before you show your passport and everything, there was a lot of like, I would say medical stuff, I'm assuming, where there was devices everywhere, where I'm guessing if your temperature was really high, uh, it would sense that and it would stop and they would stop you and and then check your symptoms or whatnot or whatever it was and then carry on. But at that point, the cases in IB4 were very minimal in total because they had a crazy lockdown, didn't they? Apparently, people that were in IB4, the ones that people I spoke to out there, they were locked in for months, I think, couldn't even go out. The only time they could go out is to go out and do shopping. And when they went out shopping, it had to be the closest shop to their house and they had to show their receipt to police when they got stopped because apparently there was police all over the place. They call it Guardiola or something like that. It's like the army police, I'm not quite sure. But yeah, they had to um, they had to show proof that they were going out to do an actual shop so they weren't just going out and faffing around. Which I guess is why one of the reasons why, I mean, they did the lockdown pretty well, so which is one of the reasons why we could have gone in because there was very minimal cases. But then now at the minute in Spain, on the islands, um, you have to now wear a mask walking everywhere. Apparently, one Italian guy entered in that had COVID and they, I think at the minute, they got like seven, eight cases. Therefore, they have to be really careful and being a little bit more cautious. And when I was there, I pretty much went in at the right time because I could walk around with no masks. It was pretty free. The only time, the only thing that there was happening was when you go somewhere to eat or have a drink, um, you kind of had to social distance from people. So they had a capacity, a limit of people that they can have at one go, which was fine. That time I went to IB for was actually probably one of my favorite times, one of my favorite times. And um, the only reason I'm saying that is because I've never seen the island that quiet in my life. And it was nice because IB was one of those places where the crowd can be annoying. Like you would notice if you're getting a flight to Ibiza, and depending on what flight you're on or where you're going from, there's always going to be really, really rowdy people. I'm getting absolutely smashed or whatnot. And this time it was just chilled. It was The crowd was a little bit more mature. It was a little bit more chilled. And I feel like anyone that was going out there was actually just going to have a bit of a chill time instead of partying. Well, they couldn't if they wanted anyway, because all the super clubs in Ibiza are actually closed. So there was none of that happening so the crowd that was actually going to spain was different to what i'm usually used to going and taking that flight on any other any other day any other summer that i've been to i mean some of the nights we've had there with james and sven and jade and some of the boys is every time we've gone there it's been an absolute madness you know on the flight but when i was there i chose i went to ib for i chose ib for because number one i've got a friend there I've got a friend out that I haven't seen in a while, Sven. Number two, it's somewhere that I know. I knew that I could, I knew that the gym was open. I knew the apartments that I was going to was going to be quiet. And I also knew that I would be able to work, be productive, as well as feel healthier and go out, have a din have dinner, have a drink, or whatever it was. That night when I went out with Sven to go get some food was the first night in a long time or three months that I've sat somewhere and had a meal with someone else, 
which was so nice. And it makes you realize like the simple things, like the really simple things in life. And um, it was something I, I just, I was just sitting there smiling and it was so nice. And there was a part of me that felt a little bit bad because I was storing it. Everyone was wondering what I was doing, how my travel went and everything because people are wondering because they want to go. And there was a part of me that felt bad. There was a part of me that I didn't want a story. I was like, Darren, should you be storying? There's still people in the UK that that can't travel yet. Like, should I be doing this? But then again, I was like, you know what? Nah, I'm going to story. I'm going to do a vlog about it. I want to show people what it's like and how it is here. So if they do want to make the move and go travel, or if they do want to, um, if they want to know what it's like, they can see, you know? I just didn't want to come across as a prick if I'm being nice and I don't think I did well 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 I hope not anyway and one of the best things one of the one of the other main reasons why I actually went to Ibiza was um I've got a friend there that does uh, a friend that I trained with in um Bali Antonio he's like head of security at a higher club and um there's a BJJ gym there. And apparently the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu classes were running full time. And I was like, oh my God, I'm definitely going to Ibiza just to train Jiu-Jitsu. And I'm so glad I did. The minute I put on the gi and the minute we started rolling, I've never, I never thought I'd miss hugging a guy so much in my bloody life. It was the best thing that happened. Getting choked out, choking someone out, you know? It was like so much fun. You know, the weirdest thing is like, because although like socializing kind of started in the UK and everything, because the barriers were less in Spain, when I was meeting with people, when I went to eat, when I did go and train, I didn't realize how much I missed human contact. And I feel like the service anywhere I went was so much better because I feel like people in general have missed human contact. Therefore, was even appreciating this, even the most unnecessary small talk that you wouldn't usually do you're just kind of like creating conversation because you're actually enjoying talking to someone you know so that was like really cool I'm, I'm just talking to a waitress and I'm like I'm bringing up a topic topic and in my head I'm like Darren you, you usually wouldn't even bring this up or even talk about this why are you doing this I'm like you know why it's because I missed human interaction you know other than my roommates and everything I've missed actually seeing and talking to people I've missed people watching sitting down eating something and people watching and it's those things that I realized that I enjoy the most. It's those simple things, the training, the walking, the sunlight, a coffee, sitting down somewhere, going to get something to eat with my friends, you know, because I think a lot of people have suffered with mental health during this, um, during isolation. And I think it's, ob it's obviously completely normal. It's, um, it's expected. You're going to have your ups and your downs. And I feel like we've all been through that. You know, but what I feel like is coming out of this is going to make people appreciate life so much more and realize you don't actually need so much to be happy. You know, as long as you're doing what you love, as long as you have people around you that you love and you like to be around, as long as you have the freedom to travel, you really don't need much more than that. And I think it's one of those things that people are going to realize where, because this is one thing, one occasion where even if you were a billion, even if you were a millionaire, however much money you had, if you're in isolation, you're in isolation. You know, it was one thing where everyone was affected. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're a bloody multimillionaire, you're probably gonna you're probably gonna be 
in a big ass house, maybe with a pool or whatever, and you're probably not going to be as say bored as someone like me being stuck in a room or whatnot. But at the end of the day, it was one thing that affected not just an ama- everyone in the world, you know. So I think a lot of people realize that there is more to life than what we initially thought. I hope that makes sense, you know. That's the Bali in me, you know. Went to Bali, found myself four times. This time I went to Ibiza and found myself. But um, yeah, so what I did in Ibiza was, in Spain was, due to the clubs being closed and everything, me and Sven went exploring. I've never really done that to the island, in the island. I didn't realize the island itself was so beautiful. You don't realize how beautiful some places are until you're forced to. There was nothing to do other than chill by the pool, have a drink at a bar later, but during the day, um, go and explore or do, or I was doing work or something. But um, if it was any other day, I'd probably go to like a pool party, I don't know, um, a beach club, wherever it is, uh, go there, hang out, have some drinks with people, be packed, people watch, check out some girls, you know, talk to people, whatever it is. This time it was just me and Sven hired a car for the week, uh, went to different parts of the island that I've never been to, part of the island that he's never been to, took my camera and just got lost. And it was so nice. It was so nice. And one of the best things about this is there's no FOMO, you know? You don't get FOMO that you're missing out on not being in a beach club or whatever it is. You know, you were just enjoying being there, appreciating the island itself with a friend. And it was the happiest I've been in a very long time since isolation. And I know some people are going to be listening to this going, fucking hell, Durham, calm down, mate. It's not um, it's not the worst thing that could have happened to you. It was only three months, three and a half months. I don't care. I was really bloody happy. I'm like a puppy when I'm doing things that I like. And that's all I do. And I made a post about this yesterday. And I was like, imagine you're just doing stuff that you just like. Because a lot of us get stressed, get annoyed, get frustrated, because we tend to do things to either make people happy or do things that we don't like. As soon as you remove that, it's just way better. And that's what I live by now. Anything I do is not for anyone else but myself initially, which in essence affects people around me. You know, if I'm unhappy, if I'm moody, when I see my mom and my dad, I'm going to be up, be upset. I'm going to be stressed. That affects their mood. It affects my sister's mood. If I'm happy, jolly, and I'm doing what I want, and I'm in a positive mood because I'm doing what I want, it affects them in a positive way. So really, when you're being selfish, you're actually not. You're being selfish for the right reasons because you're making yourself happy, which in essence is making everyone else happy around you. Because I think if you're a big personality, it's very easy to influence people around you. So this is why it's important for big personalities to do things that they like, enjoy, that they want, so they don't affect people around them in a negative way. I hope that makes sense. I'm not trying to, not just big personalities, just people in general. The more stuff that you do that you like, the better, I mean, it is. I mean, I wanted to go to IB for, I didn't think about anyone else. I wanted to go for me and I went and I've done it. My dad did the same. My dad came to Turkey, he said, I'm getting in the car, I'm driving here. You know, they drive to Turkey every year. We've been, they've been doing that since I was in year six. Me, my dad, my mom, my sister would usually jump in the car and just drive to Turkey. It's about a two-day drive, less than two days. 
especially when I started driving as well, me and my dad would just fly through, uh, drive, well, drive through all, all of the countries and just get to Turkey ASAP. Because what my, my dad can't do is my dad can't live without his car. So he's like, nah, I'm not going to go to Turkey and hire a car, pay loads of money, and it's not even mine. He goes, nah, what I'm going to do is just drive up there, you know? And um, it's actually not that far, not that far. It may seem like that to you, but it's actually not. And one of the best things about driving is, um, I didn't do it this time, but I remember like memories from when I was a kid and stuff. It's actually a great opportunity to bond with family and friends. Going on a road trip with someone that is kind of in the same headspace as you, it's... um. It's a lot of fun. You can get into loads of deep conversations. You can go into, you get to know each other more. And if you notice, you you bond and you get a lot closer with people that you travel with, you know, and there's no one better to do that and to get along with family like that. And I think that's why me and my dad, my mum, my sister get along so well. You know, me and my sister always, we always bicker at each other, but it's only because like we love each other. Do you know what I mean? You usually have that sort of passion and anger with people that you um you care about you know i don't think it's necessarily a bad thing but when you're traveling with family although it can be hard at times and you do need your own space but a lot of times it's just you just bond more you get to know each other more you know but um, yeah i'm waffling on about that but anyway so going from spain i bought myself a one-way ticket to spain right I didn't know what I was going to do next. And the the element of not knowing what I was going to do next is so fucking exciting for me. I'm like, this is the best thing. I'm so excited about this because I don't know what I'm going to do next. And um, luckily, I have the freedom to do that because I do work online, which I'm very grateful for. And um, I said to my dad, my dad, this guy manifests everything. He kept hinting to me, Darren, come to Turkey, come to Turkey, whatever. And I thought, you know what? This year is probably the best year for me to go to Turkey because every other year there's stuff going on me and James are always traveling me and James are always stuff's always popping up and always happening if I was in London now this year for me I know um, I was getting offered to come to loads of events do loads of these things which obviously I couldn't and I think this year is the perfect year for me to come back home to Turkey and spend some time with family my mum didn't know I was coming. I did tell my dad. I was like, dad, just a heads up. I'm on a flight. I bought a ticket. Don't tell mum. Let's just surprise her. Um, she was over the moon. She loved it. It's the first time four of us have been here in a long time. So it's great spending time together. And I've also got a lot of my little cousins around. My uncles, my aunties around. So um, we're just going to have a good time, you know, and uh, play cards, play okay, play backgammon, have a beer, you know, talk, have fun argue whatever it is you know at the end of the day it's family time which a lot of us actually um don't do enough we don't do it enough you know and i think we really should put more time into our family because if you calculate how much time you spend with family after you're an adult it's not that much majority of you guys um that see family at christmas easter wherever it is other than that how often do you see your family how often do you call your family do you know and at the end of the day if any of your friends fuck you over, if anyone around you uh, screw you over, the the only people that are going to be there and that have to be there is family. And um, that's a bond I've been taught by my mum, by my dad, you know, and uh, it's something I will 100% carry on when I have kids one day. 
And I think it's such an important quality to have because I genuinely think it makes you a good person and uh, it makes you a caring person. Because I feel like if you are someone that does not care about your own family, then who the hell do you care about? <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I always have this weird trust issue with people that are that don't talk to their families. I'm like, okay, you don't talk to your families. How the hell do you, how am I going to expect you to respect me? <laughs> do you know what I mean? You don't even respect your family. How are you going to respect me? You know, so obviously some families are very different. This could also be like a very cultural thing. But anyway, I just think I'm just really enjoying family time here. One, I'm done with this podcast. Thankfully, my mom stopped hoovering. Um, I'm going to go down to the beach and play football with my dad and some of my little cousins and just have a bit of a laugh, you know. And I think those are small things that we forget. And over the last two years, I've been chasing um, doing content. I've been chasing trying to do podcasts. I've been chasing trying to get my emails done. I've been chasing trying to build a business. I've been chasing trying to be amazing at what I do. And sometimes even myself, I forget that doing, you know what, you need to take a little step back and chill out and spend a bit more time with family, you know, and I'm doing that now. So, and I'm really fucking enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. And um, talking about that, coming into Turkey as well, for you guys, that if you did want to come into Turkey, I actually have to wear a mask everywhere here. Uh, when you're walking around public, um, if you're on transport, wherever it is, you need to wear a mask everywhere, unless you're sitting somewhere to eat or if you're at the beach. Um, if you don't, you will get stopped and get fined 900 TL, which is around uh, 110 pounds or so, you know, so um, you will get fined by the police. But other than that, everything here is running pretty smoothly it's weird it's like the whole mask thing it's like people are wearing it for like a safety thing it's like they don't really care but they're just putting it on you know um i'm just i'm just following the rules i don't want to get into trouble you know because i am traveling here and there i'm doing what i can to be safe and keeping my distance from people to not put anyone at risk not that i have covid but you know what i mean i'm just being as safe as possible especially as i am traveling here and there and so if you do want to come out to Turkey, I know the doors are open now for everyone. So, I mean, it's a beautiful place. If you haven't been to Turkey before, it's one of the most beautiful places in the world. Don't get me wrong. Political wise, it's all over the place. But the country itself is beautiful. The people, the hospitality are amazing, you know, and um, you'll definitely create some amazing memories if you ever did fly out to Turkey. People that have been there already know that. People that haven't, you should do it. 100% at one point in your life, it's a country you need to visit. Istanbul, the madness, the beaches, the resorts in Marmaris, Bodrum, whatever it is. There's so much happening here, you know? So it's uh, it's something you have to do. Um, and what am I going to do after this? I actually wrote this down on notes. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't want to go back to England yet, if I'm being honest. I don't want to go back to England yet. I want to travel as much as I can until there is a lockdown or whatever it is and I'm just going to enjoy not knowing what I'm going to do and just make decisions based on what's going to make me happy and I think you guys should do the same you know and I can't tell you how good it feels to make decisions based on what is going to make you happy you know when you do things, when you do a job, whatever it is that you do, if it does make you happy, it doesn't feel like work. This to me does not feel like work. This to me is just so much fun and I could do this all day. 
my mom and dad sometimes like, my, I don't think my dad, they didn't realize how much work I did until my dad spent a night with me in the hotel. And he was like, shit, I didn't realize how much you're on the laptop. He goes, I'm not gonna call you again in the mornings. I'm like, I know dad, you can call me, but like, it's not just me running around on Instagram on, or my camera just faffing around and doing whatever it is. It's not that there's actually a lot of stuff that happens in the back end that no one actually sees. And he saw that side of it and he was like, fuck, fair enough, I'll get you now, you know? So that was good. And again, see, that's another thing of like bonding. Sometimes, you know when we get frustrated with family, right? We get frustrated because you don't understand each other until you put yourself in their shoes or they put their self in your shoes or they live with you for a couple of days and they're like, you know what, I actually get it now. And this is why we need to spend time with family. The more time you spend with family and friends, the more they get to know you, the more they respect you, the more they understand you, which is most important when forming any sort of relationship, you know? But yeah, so what I'm doing from now is I'm just gonna see, you know? And um, you know what? I'm going to finish this episode here and on my next episode, I will be having more guests. I do apologize. I have been a little bit, I wouldn't say lazy. A lot of things have been happening. And to be honest, I've just been chasing what's doing, what's making me happy. This, doing this episode today has made me happy and I hope it makes you happy too. I'm going to love you guys and leave you. Make sure you share, subscribe, tell your friends about the podcast. And on the next episode, I shall have a guest. Peace and love. Take it easy.